To the No Sleep Startup Podcast. I'm your host, Dominic Montgomery, and this is episode 31. That's right. Three plus one equals, well, no, what was it? Two plus two equals four. Take away one, that's three quick maths. Quick maths. How you guys doing? We missed last week, man. Uh, I'll tell you why in a bit, but uh, what happened the past two weeks? Um, the other night, my Clippers, my LA Clippers, uh, pulled off the most historic comeback in playoff history, 31 points against the uh, Warriors. So that was dope. Uh, I was sick, but I still caught the game, of course. Um, uh, there's the Nipsey Hustle Memorial, which was dope, out in uh, Cali. They sold out the uh, Staples Center in, like, 20 minutes, which is wild. Um, I think they're going to hang his jersey or a flag or something for him in there. That was dope, man. If you haven't watched uh, all the stuff that everyone had to say about him, go watch it. It's pretty impressive. Um, the Northern Dame Cathedral burned down, which is something that happened. <laughs> I was calling it a theater. Barrett was like, don't call it a theater. It's a cathedral. Um, my whole thing is they donated like a billion dollars to it, and um, but we still have like Flint, Michigan, who needs water. Sorry to be a Debbie Downer, <laughs> but hey, don't donate money there. Do it here. Um, Gua- hey, Guava Island is out. Huh? Round of applause for Guava Island. You guys see it? It's on Amazon uh, Prime, and it's done by Donald Glover, Childish Gambino. Ah, I mean, I-, I watched the whole thing just with my mouth open. Like, just like, what do you do with this? You know, what do you do with that much? talent and storytelling and then Rihanna's in it doing a good job you know I used to be like man these artists like they shouldn't get director roles or actor roles or whatever but they deserve it man that thing go watch Guava Island if you haven't and if it's not an inspiration to you I don't know what I don't don't know what to tell you um what else happened um oh I'm wearing uh this shirt it says, The Hustle is sold separately, and this is done by my boy Daniel Heron. Go check him out. His uh, Instagram's right there, or there, or wherever Barrett decides to put it, somewhere around here. Um, he does these dope shirts, man, and uh, he sent me one, and, uh, and I'm wearing it now. I'm promoting, right? This is my first promotion. It's not paid, though. It's not paid. Um, what else happened? Uh, oh, I got this Instagram comment today. Let me read it to you. So I got this message, right? And when you follow people on Instagram, sometimes you get a automated message from them. And so this guy said, okay, so first of all, so I followed him because he does marketing, right? He does marketing. And I followed him. And then he sent me of a picture. He sent me a picture of himself with his mom and his girlfriend, and it says, girls, with a Z. <laughs> and, it's, and it's him with sunglasses on, and it says, girls, okay? And then underneath it, it says, now, I hate automated messages. Like, I hate them. But 
He starts off good. He says, thank you for follow. Thank you for choosing to follow me. Prayer hands. Okay. Good so far. This is clearly an automated message. Nice, right? Letting you know off the bat, this is an automated message for some people and some people's moms who don't know what automated messages are, right? So thank you for choosing to follow me. This is clearly an automated message. The only reason why I decided to rely on this is to be able to thank you right away. Dude, I love this guy already, right? Automated message wants to thank me right away. You never know, I might get kidnapped by the aliens. All right, so we're taking a, we're taking a turn right now, <laughs> okay? Thanks for following, this is an automated message. I wanna thank you right away. You never know, I might get kidnapped by the aliens. If you'd like to respond to this welcome message, I will get back to you ASAP. <laughs> like, uh, okay, so what do I respond? If you guys tell me what to respond, I'll do it, I promise, and I'll post it. And then he says, take care. If you'd like to respond to this welcome message, I'll get back to you ASAP. All right, let's do it. I'm going to respond, and then in the course of this podcast, let's see if he responds. I'm going to say, man, be careful of the aliens. Okay? And it said Ola instead of aliens. Okay, man, be careful of the aliens. Hit me back. I will respond ASAP. There we go. All right. So we'll see if he responds. Ah. Oh. So that's it, guys. <laughs> um, man, I don't know what to talk. I have I have a lot running through my head. Today, uh, as you can tell, I'm kind of all over the place. Um, okay, so here's why I missed last week. I got invited to speak at this conference called the Digital Dealer Conference, DD26. It was like the 26th one. And Digital Dealer is where a bunch of marketers in the auto industry come together to learn about new products and new strategies and new software and all that good stuff. So they invited me to speak. We'll co-speak with another guy, so if you look me up, I'm not up there, but had a good solid 35, 40 minutes. Talked to a group of about 150, 200 marketers, which was pretty dope. Um, had a good, you know, f feedback loop. You know, people were interested, and, um, you know, it's always good to talk to people uh, who aren't used to somebody like me talking to them. When I say someone like me, I mean someone who walked in there with 40 minutes of material and three slides, <laughs> you know? Um, man, these conferences, dude, I'm so torn because for, for people who are like new to the, to industries, like conferences are good. You get to see the landscape and see like competitors and your peers, quote unquote. Um, but man, I always struggle with like, is it a waste of time for everyone there? Like for everyone, think about it. So there's always an expo hall, right? The expo hall is where people come and they set up their booths. And some booths are better than others. Some, some booths have like uh, LED lights and flat screens and places for you to sit and bars and couches and stuff. And then some are like, the, like an old dude with a real thick mustache and it's just him there 
and it's got a small banner <laughs> behind him that's like this big. Oh, if you're listening, just watch it. It's like it's really small, and it says like Auto Tech. <laughs> He's got no video, no computer, no nothing. He's just there to meet people, right? So there's those people, and then there's the people who come to those conferences to talk to these people. But normally, the people who come to the conferences don't have the money to buy these products. So it's the people at the expos hall, at the expo hall, to sell them on their product so much so that that marketer goes back to his boss and tries to convince him to give him a budget to buy this product that he saw at this conference. So there's that portion. But then there's the other portion where you can go and you can talk to people speak. Or you, <laughs> you can talk to people speak, bro. A week off, man, I can't talk. You can listen to people speak, right? And, they, and then they have these tracks. If you've never been to a conference, I'm gonna tell you how it works. If you have been, skip forward like four minutes. But you usually download an app, that's a new thing. You get to the conference app and then you can see all the tracks. And the tracks are like, if you're interested in marketing, if you're interested in advertising, if you're interested in uh, uh, sales, blah, blah, blah. And you can follow a track and go listen to people speak at every hour or every hour and a half of the day in that track that you're interested in. And when I start, when I said people aren't, aren't used to hearing someone like me speak, it's because most of the time, you're not learning anything from these conferences if you're on top of your game, okay? Again, if you're new to a position, this stuff might help. But, dude, I'm so torn. <laughs> I'm so t I don't know if it's, if it's worth people coming because, for one, you can't sell, okay? So don't ever go to a conference thinking, I'm going to walk away from this conference with a bunch of leads. Not going to happen. I don't care if you have a software, if you're a service provider, and you're going to these places and you're like, I'm going to talk to everybody and get business cards and then call them follow-ups and email drip campaign when I leave, and they're all going to talk to Am I recording, dude? Yeah, I'm recording. <laughs> and they're all going to like follow up with me uh, in two weeks and buy my service. Not going to happen, dude. It's not going to happen. And it's because, and this is what, this is what I'm going to talk about. It's because whether you're dealing with the speaker, whether you're dealing with the people who are at these places listening to a speaker, whether you're in the expo hall and you're talking to the people who provide services or provide software, everyone there is a know-it-all. Everyone thinks they know what to do in an industry. I'm not talking just automotive. If you go to an SEO seminar, if you go to a, just a digital marketing seminar, an email marketing seminar, Everyone thinks they have it down pat. So everyone there who's listening is kind of, they kind of feel skeptical because they feel like they should be up there speaking. And the speaker is skeptical because he feels like nobody's getting anything from this and I'm not getting anything out of it. And then the expo people are skeptical because they've been to these conventions for five years and only got two deals out of it. What? Who's going to the... Why are there conventions? Huh? Dude, I, I used to say I'm never going to a convention. It's trash. I'm never going. But you invite me to speak, I'm going to come. <laughs> I'm going to come, so I'm a hypocrite. But 
it's, I don't know, it's just a, a weird thing. It feels like, it feels like going to a long two-day meeting that could have been handled over email. You know? You're not going to get along with half the people there. You're definitely going to be antisocial the whole time. And you're, you're definitely not going with a mission. Like, and if you, are, if you do have a mission for a convention, abort. Like, my mission is to go there and get a whole bunch of leads. Not going to happen. My mission is to go there, unless you're like, I'm going to go speak and then record myself. <laughs> so, right now, listen to some of my talk. All right, we're back. Dude, I paused for like a second, and then you guys came back like four minutes later. That was awesome. Um, so, yeah, that was part of my talk. But you see, it's kind of different because if you go there with no intention, it's going to be all right. It'll be fun, right? You get to go see some new stuff, you know, especially if you're talking. Go there. Like, don't always pitch. Don't always pitch yourself, you know? If somebody sees something in you, like, it happened with me, obviously. Well, not obviously. Sorry. Gosh, this is so pompous. It happened with me, thankfully. Uh, you know, people reached out and we're talking, but... Not everybody is that lucky. Anyways, anyways, so let's let's talk about know-it-alls, dude. Know-it-alls, and I'm not talking about your peers, okay? I'm not talking about people who do what you do, because you know they're a know-it-all, but you got to depend on their know-it-all-ness, because they're your friend, and you want to know what they, you, you get what I mean. Um, I'm talking about when you're talking to, like, potential clients, and what I've found is, and, and I'm telling you, I don't have a lot of notes on this. I'm really going to riff here because um, I'm going to be a little bit vulnerable on this one because this is, like, affecting me. Uh, it's affecting my emotions. I don't like when that happens. I don't like when I get upset or, like, ramped up, but it happened today. Like, I started firing off texts to Barrett early. Like, we got this, 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 and this to do, and he's like, what happened? Um but what, we're, what I've found is the bigger the client is that you're talking to, the more they, like, they know it all, right? Like, and, and I say this because this, because they, they've been around for years, okay? They've, they, they're making millions of dollars, and they love to tell you about it. Oh, they love to tell you about it. So they, you go in, and they say, you know, you're, you're selling the service. Let's say... A design package, okay? And these bigger guys are like, they've set in a million of these briefs. They've set in a million slide presentations, PowerPoint presentations. And so they're like, you're not going to tell me anything new, right? How do you combat that? If that's how the client starts off with like, you're not going to tell me anything new. <laughs> like, oh, that puts you back on your heels, because now they're basically saying, I don't respect what you do enough to respect you in this conversation, even though I took this meeting with you. What did they, why do they do that? I don't know how to combat that. I'm being honest. I'm supposed to be the expert. I'm supposed to be telling you, like, here's three tips on what to say when that happens. I don't know. It affects me. For real. It gets you, um, it gets you in this place where you're like, well, I'm going to prove it to them. Like, I'm going to prove they're wrong. But, but then you just put the ball in their court, right? And I was thinking, like, okay. 
I've had several clients who, like, we walk in and I say, all right, here's what we do, X, Y, Z. They say, yeah, what, what's new? Like, what's different about you? Well, what's different about me is I'm me, and this is my agency. We're a different agency than you're used to working with. And the thing that kills me is this. Ah, oh, sounds so bitter. The thing that kills me is this. If you're in digital, okay, and you've been in it a while, like I have, like we have, you're able to, if you're in design, or if you're in social media, whatever you're in, right, as long as it's digital, you're able to look at what a potential client is currently doing and what they've previously done and point out all the errors, right? Because we're good at what we do, right? We're able to look at what they're doing on social and be like, well, you're not targeting any demographic, you're just boosting posts, you're not running any ads, you don't have any lead pages. Or you can look at SEO and be like, you don't have any title tags, no meta descriptions, you don't have any backlinks, what are you doing? You have missed backlink op opportunities. Or you're in design and you're like, you've got four different fonts going on in this business card, you know, like what's going on? But yet you come to them and they take your meeting and tell you they know what they're doing. <laughs> I don't know what to do in that situation. I, well, I, I know what to do. I don't know what to tell you what to do. I would say leave. I would say overprice yourself so that, like I said in the last episode, even if they take your deal, you're like, well, at least I'm gonna get paid for my work, you know, and for all the other work I'm gonna have to do to influence this person to continue working with me because you want residual income, right? But for us just starting out, what do you do? Like, you have, to, you have to take it sometimes, I guess. Just this morning, I was meeting with a huge client, man. And that's what happened. That's why I'm kind of... Hold on. Oh, never mind. Uh, I thought it was our guy. I thought our guy wrote us back, but that was the ESPN app. Um, no, he hasn't written us back. Update, he hasn't written us back. And it's been, it's been 13 minutes, so he hasn't... Um, I should have automated messages to go back to them that are just nonsense. <laughs> uh, anyways, I had a meeting today and like, and, and that something like that happened. And it's, if you, if you haven't been in it a while, it'll affect you a lot. Well, it, if you haven't been in it a while, it actually won't affect you. Because your first emotional stop is, I'm going to get this business and prove to them that they were wrong for ever being skeptical about my services. But what's going to happen? Are they going to continue being skeptical because they know it gets a rise out of you and you know and they know you overperform? Yep. 100% going to happen. 100% going to happen, man. And it might be a personality thing, I don't know. It's just guys, I don't know. I'm just telling you to what what to look out for. With the, the, the bigger the business, the more they think they know about what you do because they've done it before. And, and most of the time, done it before, it didn't work, right? And they want you to prove to them. And, and a lot of times, <laughs> they're going to want you to put your, put your money where your mouth is. Okay, bring me some leads. We'll see if it works. No, don't fall for that trap. If you have a minimum cost, stick to your minimum cost. Don't say... Well, we can bring it down and then you work your ass off to try to bring them leads at a minimal cost. Because then they know that you could do it for a minimum cost. Right? So these know-it-alls are not just know-it-alls. They don't know-it-all. They're just manipulators, really, at the end of the day. 
That's their personality type. And it's, I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm sweating. I'm so heated about this, man. Ah, um, the hustle's so separately, dude. Uh, Okay, I got some notes. Oh, okay, so here's something else to keep in mind. And this is for real, this is like psychological deal. Like this has very little to do with business, man. But what I found is those type of people, okay, who know it all or who are manipulating to make it seem like they know it all. They never know it all because all their other stuff is messed up, right? And you can see it, but how dare you come in a new person and start telling them what they've done wrong when you're trying to get their business, right? So they're at a, you know, they're in a, they're like towering above you a little bit, you know? You're like, can I chill? Can I, is it chill if I chill here? And they're like, no, I'm towering above you. And you should watch that video by Churdleaf. Um, <laughs> is it chill if I chill? YouTube, is it chill if I chill here? Barrett introduced me to them and I've been watching them every day. Um, those guys are awesome. But um, so the people that, that have been working with that client that you're trying to get, who's a know-it-all, the people who's had that business for years and years, they're just like them. They have the same personality type, the same like know-it-all type of attitude, and what's going to happen is, is that? No, dude, that's just the air, I guess. Um, sorry, guys. Is it raining? Oh, it's supposed to tornado. It's supposed to tornado tonight. <laughs> uh, I'm supposed to have a tornado tonight. Uh, anyways, uh, shoot. Oh, it's the printer. Printer's printing. Anyways, those people have the same personality types. Yeah. <laughs> and they're not going to let you have, get a foot in the door. The person that they've been working with, because they confide in that person who's also a know-it-all. So if that person who's also a know-it-all doesn't understand what you do or doesn't respect it, are you going to get the business? Now it's two against one. Or they're working with an agency who's so antiquated in what they do, and antiquated is a really old word, so it's ironic, but their business practices are so, business practices are so antiquated that they're immediately going to say, oh, this guy's coming to you with digital, design, blah, blah, blah. No, 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 don't go with them. We can take care of it. Right? The same personality because they know it all. It drives me in, cra- it, 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 in crazy. It drives me crazy. So, what do you do, man? You f- obviously, you find people who want to understand what you do, right? What did I write? It's hard to align yourself with people who don't respect your service or respect you, your, you for servicing them, right? Find people who align with what you do, right? And that might mean not going for the bigger clients, to be honest. There's a huge client that we're a vendor for. I'm not going to say the name. Huge. Huge. And that's a terrible Trump. And we got to look at their 2019-2020 marketing plan, digital marketing plan, okay? This company makes billions. We got to look at their 2019-2020 marketing plan. They're in the tech business. 
and it's focused around email marketing. Okay? Billion dollar company. They're, this year, their plan is focused around email marketing. Now imagine going to a billion dollar company and being like, you got this all wrong. They laugh you out of the room, dude. But if you know, like I know, do they have it all wrong? Hell yeah. Email marketing for a bit, like. Again, I don't know how to combat this, right? Maybe you just have to wait and with time it'll happen. Maybe uh, you have, I have to say I have because I might, we might have to. You bust your ass and you come up with 200 case studies a year and white papers and everything that explains why what you do is important. Maybe that's what it takes. I don't know. Think about it with me. Because this is our industry. It's just frustrating when it happens. Um, sometimes you create, no, oh yeah, dude, hey, sometimes it's our fault. We create a know-it-all. How do we do that? We say yes to everything, right? We just dealt with an e-commerce uh, client, okay? Came to us, can you guys do you know, e-commerce sites? Absolutely, how many uh, products? Seven, seven products? Absolutely, done deal. 60 days in, we're about to launch. Hey, could you make this quick tweak? Yeah, yeah, we can make that. Okay, since you made that tweak, that kind of affects these two things. Can we change these two things? Uh, yeah, it's gonna cost you a little more. Okay, that's fine, we'll pay that. Okay, we'll make these two tweaks. Um, okay, so now that we've made that, we got to thinking. And there you go. You got the client to thinking. And boy, are they thinking about ways to take that automated shopping cart that you made and make it manual again. <laughs> they want to use UPS and FedEx and certain shipping classes and all this stuff that doesn't make sense, right? So you saying yes to everything causes a what? A know-it-all. And it's going to be so, I've told you in the past, e-commerce site, you think it's going to take 69 days? No way. No way. And if you're a designer and you say, and, and you give them a design and they say, hey, let's see how this looks like this, this, and this, you better charge them. Because if you say, sure, I can change it real quick, you throw it in Photoshop, you highlight the colors and you change them real fast and send it right back, you've just made a know-it-all. Because now they're going to say, oh, that was, that was pretty fast. I'm going to have them do this and then put it on this background and then put it on this. Now they know. Design better than you do. <laughs> and you got to keep doing it because they paid you. Uh, man, I had a cl the client today said, uh, no one's going to walk in here and say what they're not good at. And I wanted to say, I'm not good at meetings like this. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was thinking like that might that might be a strategy what if we came in and said listen I'm great at design I'm not good at marketing though so you pay for the design you know or yeah we're good at development we're not good at problem solving but we'll, we'll develop what you're saying you want you know, maybe that helps. Because then maybe they're not leaning on you to. They're not expecting you to figure it all out. Because that's what everyone else does. Right? 
Everyone else says yes to everything. I don't know. Well, hold that. Where are we at on time? Okay, we're done. <laughs> Think about that stuff, guys. I know this was more like a dive into my mind for today, but that's where I'm at, man. Um, yeah, hey, send me shirts. Look, go visit Daniel's joint, okay? It's, it's called, uh, just look up Daniel Heron Hustle. <laughs> You'll probably find it, H-E-R-R-O-N. And, uh, and send Barrett a shirt. He, I keep getting shirts, and Barrett hasn't gotten any shirts. So send him a shirt because he, he hustles hard, and it's sold separately. Uh, anyways, thanks, guys, for listening to this one. If you liked it, this is the next one. That'd be cool. If not, that'd be cool, too. Uh, catch you guys on episode 32. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a